You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. All right, we're here at the Rusted Nail. Speakeasy. A little speakeasy in the backwoods of Franklin County, Indiana, right outside of Brookville, where we secretly record the podcast. you got to know the password and look for the Pink Flamingos. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff. We're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Mike Gardner. Scotty Bourbon. The 24, the 24 side. side. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end of the bar, we have Phil from Texas. Phil from Texas in the house. Table and 13 and table, table 13, 12. 14, and 15. <laughs> table 12. They're not drinking as much tonight. Yeah, so we just got done doing a tasting, and most of us have the taste of charcoal in our mouth right now. <laughs> I like it. Actually, uh, we Oak. tasted uh, Old Forester. It was a barrel pick for, uh, and I, that sounded bad, but it's just a taste. It's uh, foolproof uh, barrel strength, Old Forester, single barrel, uh, a pick from Batesville Liquor Go, but don't go there to get any of it. I'm told it's gone. So it, it's, uh, it was 125.1 proof, so a little, it's a little stout. And we, we, we mixed it down with a little ice and. Uh, Ended up with more charcoal, uh, more uh, charcoal taste. So you can okay. definitely okay. I think taste okay. 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 char. But the, the without the ice, like Jess said, boy, it jumped up, smacking the mouth, the back of the throat, and you knew what you're doing. But <laughs> one chunk of ice, and it took that bite away, and then it let all the flavors come out yeah. instead of the burn. It definitely, yeah. it, it completely changed a piece of ice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It ain't the ice. <laughs> oh, yeah. What a piece of ice. Like we said earlier, it it's hot stuff. It <laughs> so besides that, oh, I can I thought, tell. I thought Ruben wasn't here. <laughs> oh, oh. So besides that, what do you guys have in the glass next to you? I went. Uh, I went with you. Where you were at last week. You you uh, inspired me. I went to black blackened. Yes. On rocks. Yes. On the rocks. I'm drinking a Boulevardier, which I didn't think anyone. Everyone just tried it right before we started recording. I like and, it. Uh, I was surprised at how many people liked it. Nice, nice. It was. I, I liked it too. Jeff, what you got going on? You look like Man, you got nothing. I am. Oh, I'll fix that. What are you talking about? I got this. <laughs> He's, got a, He's got a bottle. He's got a in front of me. But. Uh, no, I'm just on this uh, minor case rye whiskey kick. So good deal. Can't go wrong, Mike. So I'm still drinking my old Forester without any ice, and I'm drinking still some Schofer. Schofer. Hey, easy for me. Schofer. You can tell how long we've been at the bar. <laughs> it's a grapefruit malt beverage. Take the old Forester away. I think, I think he no, might. Magic, magic Mike's yeah. here. I think he might need a Schofer. Schofer. Yep. I got one back behind me here. Scotty so Berman, what you got going just on? Just Evan Williams on ice. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Nothing What's you drinking, Alan? Uh, you know, uh, well, I was doing, um, I was finishing up our sampling bottles from a couple weeks ago. But right now what's in there is Old Forester. That's, That's a good. nice big so glass I of like Old Forester there. Yeah. So put her on the rocks and there she is. I noticed one thing Jeff has forgotten tonight. That he he didn't listen to Mr. Fonte when he drinks the hydration. Oh, hydration. hydration. <laughs> yeah, I forgot my water bottle. It's what the ice that is could for. be a problem. Is that what the ice is for? Yeah, okay, that, good thought. Good. Thought. One kills brain cells, the other one restores them. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> the water restores brain cells. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! So you guys want to talk a little Bigfoot? You ready for Bigfoot? Uh, we're ready. We're always ready for Bigfoot. Where's Jim Squatch? We need Jim Squatch. So Bigfoot's been spotted. On Google Earth. What do you think about that? That's pretty cool. So, here we go. Uh, conspiracist belief. You hear that? Conspiracist belief, and everybody looks at Dwayne. Yeah, I know. I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. Uh, they have identified a sighting of a seven and a half foot tall Bigfoot on Google Earth as the monster is seen roaming in around in Colorado. 
Bigfoot, who is rumored to be an ape-like creature that lives in the forest of North America, has allegedly been sighted multiple times over the years. An image appearing to show such a creature on Google Earth has been brought to light and posted on Reddit, uh, where users share information and theories regarding the supposed beast. Uh, the sighting occurs at coordinates 38 degrees. Well, I'm not going to read all the coordinates. In western Colorado, and it's thought to be where Bigfoot is wandering through a clearing near some vegetation. The caption alongside the mysterious image states, Is it a bear, a puddle, a hiker without gear? It's impossible to say for certain, but darker areas of the subject align with shadows of other objects nearby. The uh, measures between seven and seven and a half feet appears hunched over. Uh, and it does not appear on any other satellite images from different years. Um, one community member revealed that he was familiar with the area and said he had a creepy feeling when he had been standing in that spot, but he did not know why. Uh, the proposed ape-like creature is believed to reside in the forest of North America. Uh, so I'm going to pass you guys some pictures out here. Yeah. We can't say too much now. He's been spotted at the Greensburg Walmart. <laughs> but no, what, seriously. What bathroom? Well, see, no, yeah. Seriously, yeah, there's... Bathroom there's, there's <laughs> he went left. I don't know what that say. That's, that's the women's. But allegedly, I mean, there are people that have allegedly seen or claimed to have seen Bigfoot. If you go up 46 through New Point on your way out of New Point, there's a, one of the county roads to go off to the left. Supposedly there was one spotted seriously, there years yeah. ago. Oh, yeah, seriously. Wow. Yeah, so actually there's a big uh, – Indiana. I found, I found that there's an entire map in the United States that has Bigfoot sightings, and you can click on it. And it takes you to where it's at, when it was, and what the story was. I found the other day, and I forgot to write it down. Well, there's so, a Facebook page for Indiana Bigfoot hunters. Or, yeah, but most there? of those guys are crazy, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah. Well, I'll share it with you. I shared it with you're Dwayne. Yeah. You're, you're a oh, holding member. Alan and I both are, but we just we've, uh, we just view it. We don't participate. So I passed out a picture to these guys. Uh, one's a smaller picture than one's blowed up. That's the image everybody's talking about. So uh, maybe Bigfoot, may not be. It wasn't there in previous images. Now there um, used to, I used to have a people guy. have been to this area since, and it's not there either. So you just don't you don't know what so it is. Yeah, I had a guy working for me one time that if he took a shirt off and walked through there, he'd probably yeah. look about <laughs> like that. So and I'm not joking. <laughs> I had a girlfriend like that once. <laughs> well, you beat me because I was going to say I don't Oh. I, I don't have a problem with Bigfoot except the one that every spring comes through my place and steals all the mushrooms. <laughs> that that one. Yeah. I'm going to get in a tree stand. And one, and I, that one. We got one that steals the pink flamingos from out front here. So uh, look yeah. out. Oh, goodness. Well, so it's mostly. Don't, on, they don't take the eggs. Staying on, right. yeah, staying on the Bigfoot, there's supposedly a video now, and I was going to go looking for it in Tennessee. That supposedly there's a video out of somebody that's captured one, and I, I saw that. Yeah, I haven't yeah. gone looking for the video to see what it looks like because most it's of them is like, of course. well, yeah, most Always. of them are right. You see that blob over there, and then it's gone. Well, why didn't you focus a little bit so we can they're, see? They're like 500 yards away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody, so we, were, we were talking the other week about this local guy that got the picture of the bald eagle flying. Oh yeah, and how beautiful those oh. pictures, how crisp. He needs to look for Bigfoot. Yeah, well, his pictures would come out grainy too, if if it was Bigfoot. Take yeah. a picture of Bigfoot. Uh, actually, you talk. Uh, I can't think of his name, but I've reached out to him. We're going to get him on a podcast. He has yeah, some. Yeah, so he I mean, lives over in Cincinnati, Colerain area, uh, and comes out here and fo fo photographs a bunch. So he's got a bunch of cool pictures. Oh my god, of the bald eagles! But he's got a bunch of other great pictures at the lake as well. Pretty yeah, cool. the, some of the owl photos that yeah. he shared. I mean, I, I friended him just to see Who? the photos. Who? Who? Yeah. Is Who? he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we have to get the brutes. But after, <laughs> so we'll, we'll ask the younger generation. Phil from Texas, what do you think about Bigfoot? Yay, nay? Well, I'm already scrolling on Reddit and seeing what people had to say. Oh, what do you got? You got some? Got some? Well, I'd say I'm on the. I'm, I'm on this the post truth. that uh, you were reading about. Oh, that's what you can 100% believe anything you read on Reddit. That is it 100, is the truth. 100%. It's verified if it's on Reddit. Right? That's right. That's exactly that's right. right. Nothing's ever wrong on Reddit. 
<laughs> so uh, you have everything. So I was actually reading the post of the guy that says, I'm from this area. Da, 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 da. I can confirm it's not a landmark or anything on right. the ground or ground feature. So then you have people that are like, well, it, it looks like a puddle. No. What? Well, I mean, if you look at it. So who made the puddle? Well, <laughs> that would have been a Bigfoot puddle. Now, I don't see a puddle. I, I'm not much for puddles, but if you look at the surrounding area, it looks uh, pretty dry. I have a hard time believing that was a puddle. Yeah. But um, all in all, I mean, everyone is just saying, oh, Bigfoot or not, it's fun. You have a lot of those. And right. then, then you've got the, the full-on. Well, I've cross-referenced with Apple's Maps and other satellite, and it's not there, so it must be Bigfoot. <laughs> so it's a it's a pretty widespread Reddit, and that's how it, it's how it always is on Reddit. There's your well, I I was either side to any argument on Reddit. Which I was is what's great about. It. I was trying to. It's get a on. darn shame that our resident conspirators didn't go on Reddit to check out the Human Meat Project. It's probably on there. He's on probation. He's on probation. But I, look. I tried getting on Google a long time ago. I was cleaning one of my fields on my lo- my loader, and uh, I saw the Google car coming towards me. So I quick turned my loader towards the road, and I stood up, you know, and put my arms up real big. And I thought, well, if it's coming by and filming, it'll get me. So I went and looked. No, must not have been. Must have just been driving by. I was like, dang. So has anybody ever seen the website that has the funny Google oh. car pictures? It is hilarious. Some of them. Some of them are X-rated. Yeah. I was going to say some of the X-rated really? photos. Oh, it's caught more than just uh, funny faces. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's what. So there's a bunch of Easter eggs if you go and look too. That Google adds stuff in. Yeah. Oh jokes. really? Oh yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of stuff that gets added in as jokes. Well, there was one where, and on a more serious note, I guess they had caught a murder, and they were refusing to take it off. And this person's father finally got him to take it off. He's like, "Look, you know, this is." showing the murder of my son or his son or daughter or whatever and it took them a while but they finally decided to take it off it's like come on you know there should be a common sense the things to you could remove i mean right mm, but yeah so so i i did find it matt eggers is the photographer yeah that we we're talking about yep. with uh, the wildlife photographer yep. Spe- i think spe- specifically birds yeah seems to yeah. be kind of a specialty yep yeah, he's got a cool Facebook page. So, yeah, website. Pretty wild. Yep. Yep. Some amazing photos, though. Some of the eagles. There's one where the eagle's wing, wings are bent at like a 90 degree. Oh, man, it just it looks like it's just going to come get you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at the photos of the eagle now. Oh, I thought you were on Bigfoot still down here. Oh, uh, I'm, he's I'm, gonna, actually, he's he's into, he's, he's, I'm I'm actually doing both. So then you have, have people that are like, Hey, I'm gonna send you a DM. Do you think I could camp there in a couple weeks? <laughs> to the dude that posted this. <laughs> to the photo. dude said I live there. Yeah, that says I live there. See, that's a problem. Yeah. I gave the coordinates so you can find that. Yeah. Oh yeah, just put it in your put phone your or your GPS and, and walk right to that spot. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Uh, some good news. Bad news to good news, I guess. Uh, so an Indiana Korean War MIA was finally returned home. And there's some facts here that probably most people don't realize. So more than 2,500 U.S. troops were killed in action during the Battle of Hosen Resvar, which has inflicted frostbite on thousands more. It's been called the most harrowing battle of the Korean War. U.S. Army Sergeant Charles Garagas of Indiana was reported missing in action during that battle in 1950. Um, more than 70 years later, the 24-year-old Hoosier has finally been accounted for. Uh, North Korea turned over, I mean, this is the sad part. North Korea turned over 55 boxes containing remains of U.S. service members killed during the Korean War in 2018. They were taken to uh, Joint Base Pearl Harbor, uh, where, where laboratories have sought to identify them. Um, so they finally identified the young man. Uh, his family was briefed, and uh, he'll be brought home to Greenwood, Indiana, just south Great. of Indianapolis. Uh, there were still 7,600 Americans unaccounted for from the Korean War. Wow. Um, hundreds are believed to never have been recovered, according to Department of Defense. Um, an estimated 450 Americans killed during the war have been identified and returned to their families for funerals with full, full military honor since 1982. Um, I guess what I'm trying to say here is, you know, First of all, there's somebody that gave their life for our country. Uh, really, not for our country, for somebody else's country. Right. 
but it's uh, it's it's great that he finally made it back to Indiana. Uh, there's a lot of facts and figures there that today's generation just don't understand. Uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of that forgotten war. Yeah, you know. And, yeah, and and listen, all those guys are they're getting up there in age too, and they have their story. My dad's um, so my dad's ninety, and yep. he, he was he will be. He's eighty nine and be ninety this year. So he served during the Korean conflict. Right. That's what my dad did too. It's a loss, you know. It's just like the World War II veterans have passing away. Pretty and much gone, yeah. There's Korean, and you know the next will be the Vietnam veterans. So it's a it's a sombering. Our, our, our generation was really lucky that we didn't have to go from high school into war. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. And I, I really thank these people that you know generations before us that. You know, we could thank them for uh, not having to do that. You know, we didn't exactly have to right. Right. go right into that. Yep. Well, they good did, deal. They did it for us. Absolutely, and it's it's been that way. That's why we're here, able to do what we're able to do. Uh, and then the people who least appreciate that are the ones. Uh, how do I say this nicely? The people who least appreciate that are the ones making waves right now in this country. Yes, they don't understand the the. Uh, it should be the ones not appreciate the ones who are taking the most advantage of those benefits, are the ones that are making the waves now. Well, they're again they're miseducated. I'm sorry, our, our education system is just you know gone to crap. So let me ask, and so, and, and and they have not been educated. The importance of that. Yeah. So, were you taught anything about the Korean conflict in school? Absolutely. All right. That's good. That's good. Well, the World Wars. Oh yeah, covered them all. Well, and that's what I would. (laughs) Well, you're still. You were. Well, you were. You had a better advantage than most. He he was in parochial school. Right. He went to a parochial school. Different. So, and the other thing was, so within my schooling itself, I wouldn't have, but I took. AP U.S. History, there you go. and then AP World History, and then when I went to college, I took World History courses. So you so looked for it. That, you selected so, it. And that's what right. one thing that I will say that I learned that when I went to college that I had absolutely no no idea about is the wars and conflicts that happened overseas simultaneously. So there's conflicts that went on in Europe, in Russia, simultaneously with, say, the Civil War. And right. you have world you have geography whatever you have when you're young and you kind of cover you know what went on in the united states basically from 1492 on you're in the united states before the united states you know you kind of cover what went on in europe asia so on and so forth but as soon as you hit 1492 you can basically forget the rest of the world and we right. talked about the united states so it was all the other conflicts when i learned about this i was like i had no idea this even went on right. and from what i've learned if you go to other parts of the world, it's kind of the exact same thing. You know, they don't have any, our conflicts that went on in the United States. Nobody knows about, you know. Right. The French and Indian War, War of 1812, so on and so forth. They don't really, like, maybe they know something about, but really. Know the name. Yeah. Maybe they the maybe know war. the name. Yeah. Well, and that's what, I forget what the war is, but it's uh, it basically happened simultaneously with the Civil War, and it was happening in Europe between... It's like uh, Prussia, which is Germany, Russia, and Europe, and a few other people. But it basically happens simultaneously. So as far as your education in Europe, you're going to learn about that. And then in the United right. States, you're going to learn about the Civil War. And if you ever talk to anyone about it, you'll be like, oh. And you would think you might be talking about the same war because they happen right next to each other time period-wise, but completely different parts of the world. Huh. Man, we're getting schooled here on history, aren't we? Get Different from, parts of the world. Get Phil from Texas here a little bit more often, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, from being from Texas, you know a lot. You went yeah. to college. Yeah, yeah, for a little while. <laughs> I kind of like this guy, Phil from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You know that place that you stopped? It, it got sold. That's what you you told me. Yeah, somebody else owns it now. Uh oh. So now Where's he this? really wants to go back and meet yeah. the new owner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does Phil want to go back? I don't know. <laughs> Sounds a little risky. Uh, well, well, you're at least up. legal age now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I have since been back up to Purdue. I was just back to Purdue because uh, one of the great, great Purdue bars 
had closed down during right before I turned 21, kind of because of COVID. The neon cactus had closed down, so I was just back up and visited the cactus. So how'd that go? Oh, it was a blast. I love the piano bar. I was a, I started talking to the piano player, and then I was up singing with him. So. <laughs> As you can imagine, who would have thought? I know. Who I was thought? up singing at the piano bar. But um, it was a great time. And then I went in the next night, and he called me up, and I sang with him again. So it was a pretty good time. <laughs> oh, good. See, this is what you guys miss after you go home from the Gator Fry. We're all in bed, sound asleep. They're out there singing. Oh, that's what it's normally about, 1, 2 a.m. Me and my brother, we start talking and say, hey. Stage is all set up. Speakers are on there. You want to go sing karaoke? And when we say karaoke, we turn on some music, and we know all the words. We don't need to see the words. We're we're ready to go. You turn it on, and we're singing right over whatever's playing. Yeah, I do remember this year when we were leaving. They were headed that direction. So I, I think I'm, we're going to be late next year. <laughs> we're going to come here. Hey, any, 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 anybody can cater fry, and we're going to just bring your camper and stay. Yeah. Take, yeah. a, take a good healthy nap during the day so you can <laughs> hang with the hang with the big dogs yeah that's what we were actually uh, it was going to rain so we were in the garage this year so we went we had full-blown karaoke this year i mean we had the words up on the screen i had the pa system with two speakers oh it was it was good this year <laughs> yeah, i didn't know this was happening yeah. i would have been there oh yeah we had full-blown karaoke this year it was good did it sound good or was it just fun Sounded yes. good to I, them. I can't be the judge. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I can't be the judge on the sound quality because what you have to understand is, you know, There's a lot of people you go, yeah, let's sing karaoke, and maybe one person out of a group of ten goes, all right, let's go sing something. Everybody else goes, oh yeah, I would sing something. And you go, here's the microphone. They go, oh no no no. I got it. <laughs> well, and and eight out of ten of those shouldn't grab the mic. Now after now now after Gator Fry, what you have to understand is what time we start frying chicken? Oh, about one o'clock. Same time I start drinking beer, so it's been twelve hours at least. <laughs> and I've been drinking since we started you're, frying you're chicken. Drinking more than beer. Yeah, I was gonna say there was more than beer. Oh oh yeah, absolutely. So I've, well, he started on you beer. Start with beer. That's right. So at this that's, point, you know, you've been drinking like for over breakfast. twelve hours. So there's nothing that sounds bad that comes out of that microphone. That's right. <laughs> So what I know is if Ruben was here, he'd have done left with that cat pole. Man, oh, it is, is light. Oh, up. it's it's blinking behind me here. Yeah, it's getting me scared. Yeah, <laughs> you getting cold chills? Doing? I'm getting scared. I think it's time to have another paranormal investigation. Uh, we need oh, to get boy. our little uh, little meters out. Say refill. Well, that, too. that too. I thought that's where he was going with that too. So I am. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back with Cross the Line, fifteen twenty-four. Well, it's a new year, and you know what that means? It's about time for a new commercial for Batesville Liquor Co. located in Batesville, Indiana. If you've not tried their barrel picks that they've hand-selected just for you, you need to get there and do it now. They go fast, they come from different distilleries, and it's your own private select barrel that they've selected. What else do they have? Well, if if you're gluten-free and you like beer, you know that's a tough thing. Well, they've got Glutenberg. It's a gluten-free beer. They've got it back in stock. they got three different flavors, three different styles. There you go. What else do they have? Well, funny that you ask. They've got, from the Great Lakes Brewing Company, Conway's Irish Ale. Look at that. Gotta have a little Irish every now and then. They've also got Coastal Sunshine, which is a fruited sour ale. And, of course, they've got your Bush Light, your Bud Light. Even got your PBR. That's right. You can find it all at one place. Batesville Liquor Co. Located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. Or if you're in Brookville, stop in at Tebby Liquors. That's right. Tebby Liquors right on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. That's our favorite place. Tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Hey friends, it's your old buddy Rick Garrett. Each week I have the pleasure of hosting the Experience Franklin County, Indiana podcast where we look at the people, places, and events that make Franklin County such an amazing place to work, visit, or live. Join us each week on the Experience Franklin County, Indiana podcast available on your favorite podcast provider. Gilman's Home Centers with 14 locations and they're growing. You know, we're in the heat of the winter. That's an oxymoron right there, but you need ice melt, you need snow shovels, any item to take care of your winter needs, Gilman's have them. Do you have a wood pellet stove 
Well, Gilman's has the best wood pellets on the market. They're Somerset wood pellets. They're hardwood pellets made in Somerset, Kentucky. It gets no better. I personally use them and vouch for them. Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for any of your home improvement needs. Yeah. All right, we're back here. We're across the line. 1524, we've had quite the break. Talking about all kinds of things. Phil from Texas was on the roll. He was checking out Bigfoot and Tucker Carlson. Bigfoot's a puddle. Yeah. Or a small tree. One that's or, a small or a small tree, tree. with the sun shining. I, I really like the small tree theory. I was told if you if you rotate 180 degrees and look at it, that's, that's, that is a small tree. <laughs> well, we should just take Go a road there. trip. What do you think? We'll Scotty Burbers camp, rotated camp, his picture. That's camping. 90 degrees. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> where'd you start at, though? Depends on where you start. How would you got to flip it 180? I think we should go camping there. I rotated mine 180. It looks like a white piece of paper. <laughs> nope. I don't. You were, you were right before, Dwight. It kind of looks like the I agree. asteroids. You ever play that one? Speaking of asteroids. <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like the spaceship. The, the, oh, yeah, the little triangles. Yeah. Little triangles. Yeah. 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 But I agree with Phil from Texas, too. He pulled it up on his phone. On his phone, to me, it looks more like a puddle. Because in the center of it, if you blow it up on your phone, it's there very looks, green. there's something green in the center of it. And So listen. how far away from that object is the camera that's taking the picture? I don't know. Long way away. You know, it's a satellite. So it's a long way away. But if it can it's see... It's a satellite. It's over 2,200 miles away. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Green that. is still green and black is still black. It is. But closer than a satellite to the Earth. Guess what we had happen this week? Yeah. We had an asteroid come by us. We had a near miss. It's already passed. Why do they call them asteroids? Why can't they be nitroids or something, you know? (laughs) Do we we know how large this asteroid is? We do. We do. We got it all here. Uh, It's an asteroid. They dubbed it 2023 BU. It's believed to be between 12 and 28 feet uh, in diameter. Not quite large enough to cause like a real threat to our species or our planet. I was going to say, that's just a little pea shooter there. Size yeah. of a semi-trailer. Yeah. yeah. Or a bus. Yeah, it won't hurt none. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was first identified. <laughs> it must here's what's crazy, slow. though. It was just <laughs> identified on January 21st, a few days ago. A few by days prior. By an that's amateur. By an amateur by an astronomer. Amateur. That's the scary part. That's yeah. the scary part. Yeah, where was everybody else who were paying millions of dollars to so, watch so the skies? Here, here's what I would like to believe is that probably something that's 12 to 28 feet they probably aren't looking for. Probably not looking for 12 to 28 feet. But if it's that close, don't you think you should at least worry about it? Like, kind of pay attention to it? You know, if that hit L.A., it's still going to do a lot of damage. It's going to no, do a lot of damage. No, it's it's going to disintegrate. This is going to hit. It's going to burn up in the it's atmosphere. It's going to burn up in the atmosphere. 28 feet would? Oh, yeah. Really? I, I thought some of that would at least make it through. No. no. You might get some pebbles on the roof. <laughs> um, well, we'll have its closest approach on the 26th at 4.17 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that was yesterday. Today's the 27th. Man, missed it. Uh, we'll pass a little more than 2,000 miles above the Earth's planet. That's significantly closer than our own GPS satellites and less than 1% of the distance between here and the moon. Maybe it was just so an it's alien. it's actually closer than the satellites that took the Google Earth picture. Maybe it's just an alien Death Star just cruising by to see what's going on. If you want to see it, well, it's already happened, so you're not going to see it. Uh, but it's just kind of... Uh, it's kind of... Freaky. What? Like Scotty said, that it took an amateur, Jeff said, an, an amateur astrologer to, to find it two days before it's here. Well, and, and so I, I kind of wanted to think that maybe, you know, the officials, you know, just didn't really want to worry us, so they weren't making a deal of it. Yeah, but they it interviewed was. a guy, and he pretty from, you know, the official people that watch this stuff somebody he basically said they didn't see it yeah <laughs> and they said whoops we missed this one but he's, fellas. But he's, but he's and they were, he, were, he was like talking like the reason we see these things is we're getting better at it you know like <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> well, it, it just makes his you iphone wonder. you know he's pointing it up in the sky you know so <laughs> it makes you wonder it. though you so. know so if they were seeing that from a long distance you know we, we we think about this and and most of the time they're talking about seeing these things in their you know, 
uh, years away almost, right? right? Yeah. C- to come and buy here. And they talk about wanting to test, trying to divert some of this stuff. Right. Well, if they had seen this from a far distance, wouldn't this would have been a good test? Something yeah, a little something small. Just, a, just a, yeah. you know, throw a pee out there at it, see what we could do. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. It does make you wonder. I mean, and you've got to think about it. You're looking at an infinite space. Uh, I mean, to see everything right. around the perimeter of the Earth. I mean, it's one thing. So it's sort of like taking a telescope. You look at a telescope and you look out and you you can dial in on something. Flip that telescope the other way around. Right. That's kind of what you got going on. I mean, it's hard to encompass the entire right. area. Yeah. You'd think today, though, that it would be a computer looking for it. Well, I'm sure there are. I just probably didn't have the right parameters still, to catch it. Still, well, the uh, the amount of processing you have to have, like what, so what he's thinking is, so any any asteroid, if it's just, say it is on an orbital path, it could be an on an orbital path anywhere in the universe. You know right, what I mean? It right. could be, it could be sailing and coming in, and we may have Earth. It may have never even passed by Earth, and Earth could be directly in its orbital path. Or it could be just outside of it. So for like that one, it's only 28 feet. Maybe that asteroid itself has been flying solo for millions of years, just been cruising. Just happened. It just goes right by Earth's atmosphere, gets pulled in, and gets burned up. It's gone. Yep. What makes you think, though, too, is if this one got missed till two days before, how many have went by that we didn't even know about? Well, I I think that... That's happened. That's happened a bunch. Yeah. I mean, we had one a month ago or so. We talked about it. Yeah. uh, One of our last podcasts. Same deal. It was between so, here so and Earth. Was moon. it on uh, January 9th? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, that was the one. Eleven fifty p.m. I was yeah. gonna say you're supposed to get up late at night, and you could supposed to be able to see it. Oh, I'll leave. Uh, the, I'm so. still on Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Was it an asteroid or was it Bigfoot? Definitely, maybe an Bigfoot riding an asteroid. So, so then I, I'm I'm reading about this, and there's a nice little chart, and it's talking about asteroid sizes, and uh, the biggest one that it shows on this little chart is five kilometer in diameter, and that's like it's a big rock. A- anything that's in our orbit consistently, that's that's a, we we know exactly where it is pretty much all the time. We know where it's going, where it's headed. So there is one. It's a different one, and it's it passed by Earth last in 2013. And there's a small chance that it's going to hit Earth in 2036. <laughs> and uh, that's not that far down the road. Well, that's right but, after California goes to electric cars, so, but so all yeah, the world's but going so to hell. It's it's not that's not the next time it passes Earth, but every time it passes Earth, it gets closer. Well, Earth's gravitational force distorts it. its orbital path, not necessarily towards Earth. So there's a small chance right now. So every time it goes by Earth, it changes based off of how its orbital path was influenced by Earth. What I've realized is when Phil from Texas is here on the podcast, the group IQ goes up a lot. It goes up a lot. (laughs) I'm like, huh? (laughs) And you just, you broke on something. So I want to make it clear, even though he's Phil from Texas, he got his education in Indiana, all his education. All of his education in Indiana. Well, not all of it. Well, you had a little down in South. Down that's in, right. But none way, of it came way down, from Way Texas. down south next to Cuba, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. My, my, his uh, formidable uh, years my were formidable years in Indiana. Uh, yeah. Let's see. That's, that's, I think, I think kindergarten down, through first grade. First grade yeah. yeah. I think that's where he got his. That's uh, his sniffing glue. <laughs> I think that's where he. That's where I learned all that Spanish down there, hanging out with the Cuban kids. I was thinking maybe that's where you learned your mixology down there. They do a lot of that. Have you ever heard the story about him when he was about two years old? I think no. I was a little older than that. Why haven't I? You weren't much. You couldn't have been Let's much. Hear it. I think I think I was. Let's hear it. Three, three and a half. So uh, we were at a friend's house, and I was playing guitar, singing, and they mixed me a cocktail, and I set it down, play guitar, sing, and I'm like. Imagine that. It was getting empty and you yeah. were. Yeah. Like, so what was happening Alan, is we, Alan with a cocktail. We, we, we finally. Who would have thought? That's we, where you were shocked, wasn't it? This yeah. happened three or four times. I go to get another drink. I'm like, man, I thought there was more in there. So <laughs> so finally, there was a, a area, there was a big couch. And what was happening is Phil from Texas, he's a little kid back then, he was getting behind the couch, coming around. My drink was on the end table. He'd come around, take a drink, and go back, back <laughs> around the couch. He, he takes after his old man. <laughs> <laughs> finally, finally caught him. Man, he slept good that night. 
Oh. We don't need no babysitter, just a couple cocktails. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I'm like, about the third time, I'm like, I know, I just, I, you just made this for me. There was more in here. Yeah. <laughs> Been knocking them back for a long time. Oh. Goodness gracious. So talking about the stuff in space, just in the last few weeks, the space station, the space station got hit. And uh, so some guys got left up there for longer than they anticipated. Oh, didn't see that. Yeah, they had to. It damaged their their pod to return home, right. and they had to discharge that, and they have to wait for another one to come up. Called an Uber, and I think yeah, it's called Elon Musk. So it was hit by a particle from space, and I think they said it was about the size of a pea. Oh yeah! Wow. wow. So well, it, that's what it hit. It hit the it hit their nitrogen tank, or it punched the holes. They how they noticed was they had this mist coming out of the their uh, return pod, and it was the nitrogen escaping from where this thing punched a hole in it. So Just well, goes to show the the stuff that's pea sized in space is crazy to think about yeah. because the velocities that stuff oh, can get up to yeah. in space without any resistance right you have to worry things about like if you were to drop a nut well that's gonna <laughs> go around go around the earth three times scotty one time i picked up a couch and <laughs> there it went <laughs> Maybe we'll switch to a bowl. You you drop a bolt. How's that? So you lose this bolt, but then it goes around the Earth seven times, whipping around a gravitational field. And then it comes back around, going a few thousand mile an hour. Yeah, it it's a bullet a issue. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's part of the problem. I mean, there's right. so much tr- there's sm- so, so much, much garbage garbage up there that Earth has put up there. Oh yeah, right. uh, our stuff. Russia has has been notorious for. Leaving junk leaving stuff, stuff up, up there right. instead of burning it up in the atmosphere. Well, the number of atmosphere. satellites, just the number of operating satellites right yeah. now up there is just phenomenal. Just well, I mean, everything we do is, you know, everything on your phone and all the GPS and everything else you're doing is there's some satellite telling it. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, you, and going on another stuff you mentioned about the electric cars. I happened to stumble on a website for electric lawnmowers. And I, I have a 60-inch zero steer. Did, what size did you just buy? 60. That's now, what would you think a lithium-ion 60-inch <laughs> zero steer lawnmower would cost you? Roughly. 30000 Yep, at, at, at least. least. It's right at $28,000 for a 60-inch That, that and it lasts like 20 minutes. Yeah. Supposedly, it has three hours of runtime. But could right. you imagine now if you're a commercial landscaper in California, which that, I don't know when that band, if it's already in place or if it's coming soon, that they can't even have weed eaters and yeah. chainsaws. Well, they can't have weed eaters now. So imagine well, now. Well, it's it's two stroke band, isn't it? They can still have four, or is it in four California? No, I think it's it's, it's every. Well, I know they did yeah. the small generators too, like the Honda generators. Those are out in California. Yeah. So imagine though you're a landscaping, you know, lawn mowing service, and you have to reequip your lawn service, and you have four lawn mowers, and you're going to need six or eight now because you can't mow all day on one battery, and it can't charge fast enough. You know, so the question is, how long does it take that mower? Eight hours. Oh, that's crazy. Eight we hours for recharge. Yeah. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, I could get my lawn mowing done. I can get done in three hours. I can. Dodie takes longer. But uh, I can get done in three hours, so I could get done on one charge. Oh, yeah. He waits till she's not at <laughs> the table. You see me there. look, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> the problem is, Dwayne, table 12. I know. They all heard me. I see all their eyes going, yeah. 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 You better change the subject. <laughs> you better just run, Dwayne. The door's here. No. Hers is pretty. When Dodie's, Oh, yeah. Now is. she's back. It's now a, she's I, back. I, yeah, I hear is, it. How about them bangles? Yeah, how about them yeah. bangles? They put strike. No, hers is prettier. I'm getting it done. I just mow to get it done when I'm mowing. Hers is pretty. There's stripes in the lawn. It's all... Mine is just wherever. trim. But no, ain't no trimming done. It's just cut, but mine just gets it cut. So, but anyway, but could you imagine having to re-equip your business with $30,000 lawnmowers? They had weed eaters, too. Well, uh, I didn't even look at unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, California's got a lot bigger problems than their lawnmowers. That's all I got to say. Yeah. It's, it's, way, it's way worse out there than that. That's why yeah. people are moving out and growing. That's, that's exactly yeah, just, right. Did you, and, and they're pushing, did you see they're their latest tax? They out. want to tax people that are moving out of the state. They're going to tax you once. they're out of state. Yeah, yeah. once you've yeah. moved, they want to tax you Still because tax you, you moved. Yeah. So here's one of the other things that California's happening right now. So fortunately, 
for California and uh, even uh, like Lake Mead, uh, they've had a lot of rain out there. And then the snow melt that's going to come off the uh, mountain caps is filling a lot of lakes up. There are a lot of lakes in California that were real low that's gained, believe it or not, like 300 feet depth of water the last month. One of the problems in California is they haven't built any new dams or tributaries since 1969 or something. Right. So, but their population has continued right. to grow. So they're not controlling that water. So it's just going to a lot of it in California it's just gonna, flows out because off, they're not yeah. they're not damming it up for storage. Right. Yeah. Is it, Lake Mead going to go up? It is going up right now, believe it or wow. not. Wow. Yeah. That's it been is a going long time. up. Well, that's yeah. what it's been dropping for. Yeah. So it's went while. up. Yeah. I think 30 feet the last week, when I, which is nothing. But they're saying once the the mountain caps the summer, the uh, yeah, and we get the thaw, it's gonna because that'll be a slow flow, which is what right. they need to fill up right. more than the flash. Right. Because I mean, flowing. I got they'll quit finding bodies in like me. Yeah, yeah for, exactly. And <laughs> airplanes and boats and, and bottles and uh, barrels. Yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah. He might be down there. You never know. People can start adding new ones again. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But you're you're speaking of California again. It, uh, I listened to one of Micro's podcasts this week. I don't know if you guys yeah. listened to it. Yeah. When so, he spoke to the truck truck driver. Oh yeah. 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 So I mean, and you're a week behind. Just so you know, that was last week. Was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, California Sorry. California AB five. Anybody wants to research right. that? Go ahead. But um, it's pushing independent truckers out of the state of California. Well, and that's not just it though. That's it's not pushing just it. any it's U.S. Well, it's uh, not yeah, just independent. Talking about it. Well, it's not just independent truckers, though. It's anybody that is a independent contractor. So right. yep. even Mike Rowe, his job of what he does when he gets hired in to do a, he gets hired in by a company to, to do a voiceover voice or something, right. he can't do that no more. He would have to be an employee of that company before he could do that voiceover. Instead of a 1099, they'd have to be able to issue him a W-2. He'd have to be, yeah, he'd have to be an actual employee. So what I, what I think really happened here is this i be, i know part of this actually started believe it or not in the construction field uh and it, it's just morphed and the trucking unions morphed it so one of the big big issues in the construction field um subcontractors not subcontractors it's, <laughs> um non-legal uh, oh workers workers i know nothing undocumented Und- workers yes so well w- so there's a it's not undocumented we can't say that no more well that's not true what what's it's, read it say <laughs> their uh, their their native their native paperwork does not match their current paperwork yeah so for example um so they got your social security number well, not well, well, you'll get one social security number that covers yeah, 30 people. people. Yeah. yeah, several people. So one of the ways they were trying to make quit doing that is instead of hiring, uh, what would happen is I'd hire a subcontractor, let's say a framing subcontractor. So everybody that works for him, we're on 1099s to him instead of a subcontract to him. So they were trying to, trying to capture that to say, hey, you got to make them employ. That way, they're playing taxes. You're collecting taxes instead of 1099ing them, and hoping they pay taxes. Well, they don't. Right, right. They were supposed to. Right, um, and it's a bigger issue than most people realize in the construction world. I mean, it's there are entire companies that were shut down. Uh, multi-billion-dollar companies have been shut down because of that. Because I'm clamping down on it. That's how this all started. And it and, morphed, as and you it morphed. To say. And so, and, and I think it, another big, another big push really was to try to push out the Uber and Lyft drivers. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's fun, all union. That's it's it's, it's, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a union push for all that kind of stuff. Oddly enough, now they're granting uh, some entities like waivers who, who lobby enough, the, who lobby enough. Well. For instance, yeah. one of the one of the examples was like uh, newspapers. Newspapers, exactly. And so you know, newspapers don't write bad stuff about AB five, and then we'll we'll not apply that against right. you. And so our listeners, that, so. you know, they're going to say, "What are you talking about AB five? So, so look, it look it up. AB five. Yes. Uh, you'll find out if you do a lot of research or if you listen to that particular podcast. A lot of the trucking issues after COVID. Uh, 
and I think we even talked about because we knew some of them. So there are many ships out in the port couldn't get in. Uh, the problem was no independent drivers were allowed to pick up. Only union drivers can pick up in the ports themselves. So there's your first problem. And no independent driver could pick a load up there well, at the port. Well, didn't the gentleman talk about, though, they actually did a block blockade yes. of the ports, though, also? Yeah, they did a slowdown. To it's protest it. Slowdown yeah, they did a work slowdown to protest it, to try to bring awareness to it. But it didn't go so, anywhere. It didn't go anywhere because so, the news not going to cover so this, it. Right. this particular fella... Uh, grew up in California, right. started his business from nothing. Built high school graduate. Bit, yeah, high school graduate. Uh, had had a good business going and a number of employees. And and has moved his company to Texas because he's basically, he cannot operate in California. And, it's, you know, it's he can, he can haul into California, yes. but he cannot load up to haul out of California. So right. he would have to take Dead half head. of his trip empty which yeah. you know, he can't make money in, like in that. Cal- state of california right now if you're an independent driver you cannot pick up right right you can drive drive in and drive you can drive in and drive but out. you can't pick up and the scary part to this is they're pushing for this nationwide right so it's it's beyond just the trucking beyond just the ubers it's it's to any independent because the truck driver was talking about um and it goes into construction i guess he wanted to he was he goes yeah i've been living there you know my house 20 years you know but it's a 20 year old dated house we want to sell it so we've got to update some things he goes so i hire a general contractor but general contractor needs a plumber he needs a drywaller he needs this he goes well the general can't hire all those people separately because they're subbing for him he goes so i have to hire every person that has to come in and do their part I can't hire one guy, pay him a little extra, and he takes care of it for me. I have to now hire everybody, schedule everything to get my house remodeled. He said it's just it's 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 stupid. You know, there's no reason for it. But the push is to push this nationwide. So everybody wake up. There's there's a bill floundering around in Washington D.C. and and um, And so it's you know it's just uh, it would it would be uh, tragic. I think if this became a nation, oh, the nation thing. would come to a screeching halt. Yeah. But the stupid thing is, it, those are one of them bills that sneaks through on right. some Friday afternoon when yes. something else happens that just diverts your attention, and all of a sudden you've got this new law in place that's like, yeah. what in the hell? But well, and a lot of other what they would what they call gig type operations yeah. it's not it's not just uh, well i wonder how musicians would play into that playing in bars so you're paid as an independent contractor in a bar so you couldn't do that i think you you they would be paying you as a contractor i don't know i don't know i don't know because you're coming in as a you're not working for that bar and you're doing work in that establishment yeah but they're which is considered gig work well it's no different than hiring a contractor you hire a contractor to do something. I don't know. I, I mean, I just either. wonder because yeah. that's what they were talking about. Like Mike Rose talking about writing an article. Independent writers can't write for a newspaper. They couldn't write for more than one newspaper. Yeah, so when, when I played except, music. Except that they made now an exception yeah. to that specifically right. for the newspapers. Again. Lobbying money and <laughs> money changed hands. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so when I played professionally, I was the company – and then I paid each player in the group. So, so you I couldn't got, have a band. I got unless they were employees and you were paying them insurance, yeah, paying so, all their taxes. Yeah, so I paid them ten ninety you know, sent them a right. yeah, So you couldn't do that work. anymore. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's, it's just it, stupid. It, it is. I mean it's gonna affect everybody. Yeah. It's gonna cost everyone more money if it happens because it's just gonna increase the paperwork and it's well, gonna eliminate again professions. So goes back to all the problems with um, supply chain. You know, California is the largest importing ports right. in the country. You know, the, the, the percentage of goods that come in from outside of our country into the country, most of it comes through California. And so when you talk about the supply chain problems, that's where it starts. And it starts from stuff like this that right. it becomes a, a big gameplay out there that holds up that whole program. They blame it on all kinds of other stuff, but it's just a big game to them because they control that flow. point, that point that of entry. Flow, yeah. 
It's no difference in saying the egg problem is because of the avian right. flu, but our profits are up 600%. There you go. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yep. All right. That's a good Boy, we stirred up enough stuff. We did. We're going to be in trouble. Our <laughs> listeners yeah. are going to go, where's, where's Bigfoot at, Phil? So you're going to have some gnarly comments this week. Yeah. Yeah. You've done, we we done stirred the hornets. We're going to kick the we? nest. Sure did. We did. Every once in a while, you need to kick the nest. See if everybody's paying attention. See what comes out. That's right. See if people are paying attention. Good deal. So you guys all, got all anything else? All with respect. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Scotty needs Just, a refill. Scotty needs a refill. <laughs> so you know what? So this is it for this episode of Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Mike Gardner, Scotty Bourbon, and Phil from Texas. And we'll table 12. He's going to leave them out again. We'll see you all next time. Indiana on tap. The 2023 schedule is out, and you're going to want to mark your calendars. The first one kicks off on March 11th. It's a second annual Newcastle on tap for St. Patty's Day. The next one is May 6th, the seventh annual Savor Lebanon. Then May 20th, the third annual Tipton on tap. Tipton, Indiana will be at the town square. The next one's June 24th in Anderson. It's the eighth annual Anderson on tap. After that, we move to Rushville, Indiana for the annual Rushville Libations on July 29th. From there, we come back to our hometown in Brookville, Indiana for the third annual Brookville on Tap Beer and Bourbon Festival. We round things out on September 23rd. It's the sixth annual Loggers and Lawrence Oktoberfest. These are all sponsored by Indiana on Tap. We'll have more information on each one of the events as they get closer. And guess what? Across the line 1524 crew will be there. You can go check out the calendar events on indianaontap.com. Like I said, we'll be there, and each week we'll talk a little bit more about the upcoming events. Indiana on Tap, craft distillers, craft breweries, and local wineries. Go check them out. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524. With all the guys, whether we're at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy or out on the road, you know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and cross the line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.